leaked tape that led to one of the biggest scandals in sports and changed the NBA forever. A podcast that unearthed it all. This is just like what 2014 was mm-hmm. like. Like, there's yeah. a lot of wild stuff happening. And now, a Hulu docudrama. TMZ was calling again and again and saying, we have a tape, do you want to comment? 30 for 30 Podcasts presents The Sterling Affairs. Let's talk clips. We reshot the scene, and I could barely watch it because it was so uncomfortable. It was tough. A companion podcast to the FX drama inspired by the award-winning reporting of Ramona Shelburne, one of ESPN's top NBA reporters, an L.A. native, and someone who has been following the story from the moment it broke. Join Ramona as she sits down with the cast and crew of the show in spoiler-filled conversations and behind-the-scenes reaction to each episode. Man, this is crazy, but these people live these lives every day. Donald Sterling, this was his lifestyle for a long time. Listen to The Sterling Affairs. Let's talk clear wherever you get your podcasts. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, a car in Nebraska, follow me now, has been modified to allow a bull to ride in the passenger seat. Tony Kornheiser, wait. Shouldn't the steer steer? Did you see what I did yeah, there? Yeah, I see what you did Shouldn't there. the steer I believe this steer. is a phony story. I don't believe it. Do you? There's too much really? news coming out of Nebraska anyway. I, I don't believe it. I don't, I'm not buying yeah. it. Not, not at all. I don't really understand why a bull has to ride in the front seat of the car. I don't Come really on. understand that. But modification of automobiles no. is always fun to talk about on someone else's show. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Braves and Dodgers meet. Joe Montana has a surprise pick for best quarterback ever, and Lionel Messi does not score. But we begin today with college football. Two big-name coaches make their debuts at new schools tonight. Matt Rule takes Nebraska to Minnesota in a Big Ten conference opener, and Trent Dilfer jumps from high school to the University of Alabama-Birmingham, and they host North Carolina A&T. Wilbon, what's the more intriguing debut, Rule or Dilfer? Tony, nothing against Trent Dilfer, who I actually know and like and will root for. And nothing against Trent Dilfer who's coming out of this great circumstance where he was going to coach high school just because he wanted to do it. And now he winds up in a different circumstance. And it's kind of a cool story and all that. But I'm sorry, I'm I'm a Big Ten kid. And so Nebraska, which has only been in the Big Ten for probably fewer than 15 years, but Nebraska's in this interesting circumstance, Tony, where they have been just turned into losers. They turned into somebody else for the last five or six years. They haven't been any good, really, in the last 12. And so now they got Matt Rule, who has won at a pretty high level. Matt Rule seems like a guy who can go in, and if you give him a couple of minutes, he's going to get you turned in the right direction and go in there quickly. And so Nebraska needs that. Nebraska thought it had the right guy a couple of times, including its own former great quarterback, who was a complete Failure, I hate to say the word, but he was. So he now you've got failure, rule in this situation, failure. and yeah. I, I'm intrigued by that. I think that's a national story. I really do. So this is interesting to me because we're going to concentrate on the same guy, but we're going to take it from a different angle. Okay. We have talked on this show a lot in recent years about how awful Nebraska is, yeah. how awful Nebraska is in comparison to when they were great 30 and 40 and even 50 that's years right. ago with Bob Devaney and Tom Osborne. We've talked about the fact that Scott Frost was a failure, that I think they have losing records seven of the last eight years. Unbelievable. 
And Matt Rule, you know, and Matt Rule has turned around Temple and he has turned around Baylor. But Matt Rule was recently in the NFL where he stunk. Yeah, he was awful. I believe NFL. he was 11 and 27. So, NFL. Mike, I am, I'm suffering from Nebraska and Matt Rule fatigue, which right. leads me to Dilfer. Dilfer won a uh, Super Bowl when he was quarterback yes, at Baltimore. Tampa. Baltimore, He right, got Baltimore. out. I thought it was Baltimore. Baltimore. He got out of football and then went into the TV business where he seemed like he knew what he was talking about. I certainly about. liked him. So I was intrigued when he went to a high school in Nashville to become a coach. Then he won two state championships in there, and now he's a D1 school. Yeah. So I find that sort of intriguing. It and is. I think he's got a better chance tonight because he's playing a 1AA school and because Matt Rule's playing Minnesota, Minnesota, which is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, but Rule, Tony, look, if he gets them started off well, the, the hype, the, the pressure in Nebraska to win, where they couldn't... I understand it's huge. It, it's enormous. And it's much yes, more I than it's going to be on Trent Dilfer because everybody's going to yes. be paying attention starting, oh, hello, today. One, minute, one little minute here. Okay. You did not like my cautionary tale yesterday about Johan Santana. But there's a cautionary tale for Trent Dilfer, and you know who I'm talking about. It's Jerry Faust. Jerry Faust was a great high school coach, and he got the job at Notre yeah, Dame. That's that, not UAB. But he got the job there, yeah. and it didn't work. But it's Notre it didn't Dame. Work. It's Notre Dame. I understand. Whole... understand. Man. Let's move to a marquee matchup in baseball. The National League East leading Atlanta Braves take on the National League West leading Los Angeles Dodgers tonight in game one of four. They have the two best records in baseball, these two, and both have been hot. The Braves are 20 and eight in August, while the Dodgers are 24 and four. Tony, is this series a big deal, little deal, or no deal? It is at least a little deal. It will be a big deal if the Dodgers sweep the series. They are four down to Atlanta now. If they sweep the series, they're dead even. And then there's the availability of home field all the way through the playoffs. Now, this is a tough ask because Atlanta has the best record in baseball. They're 87 and 45. The they team. got the best They're run the best differential. Team. Best team in baseball. They're plus 235. Unbelievable. But for some reason, the Atlanta Braves stink in yeah. Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Since 2018, well, when they became a really good team and started winning division titles. Stadium. They're two and ten in Dodger Stadium yeah. in a regular season, and one and three in Dodger Stadium in playoffs. So that's three and thirteen. That stinks. Again, it's a tough ask because their pitching is great. And, you know, Dodgers don't have any starting pitching in comparison. And Atlanta, they got who do they got here? Let me. I wrote this stuff down. Oh, they got Strider, who's probably going to win the NL Cy Young. They got Max Fried. They got we Bryce Elder, who's eleven the and four. They got Charlie Young. Martin, who's fourteen and ten. So it's a, it's a tough ask. But if they win Charlie four, Martin. the Dodgers win four, it's a big deal. It's no deal. It's no deal. No and deal. No deal. Here's why. It, I want it to be no a big deal, deal Tony. It's, look, when the calendar goes to September for two old codgers like you and me, we get nuts. <laughs> it's baseball time, baby. That's Don't right. Don't tell me about That's this right. other stuff. Yes, yeah, the U.S. Open, it's, it's, it used to be like the PGA because that, that when the calendar was different. It was the first week of NFL, and it was pennant race baseball. And now it's not because too many damn teams get to go to the postseason. And so now we're oh, talking three wild cards. Tony, it doesn't matter. 
wild cards win the whole World Series. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what these teams do because they're all going to be in some big mixing bowl in a few weeks. You can't even call the races in the dramatic. They're not dramatic because there are too many home teams that matters. are alive. I believe that home field matters. And it so does. I believe that the Braves it or the Dodgers, if the they have reason. home field, I believe it. That's all I said. Eh. I said that it would matter eh. because of that. Eh. We move on. Eh. Too many teams. In an interview with Men's Health, the great Joe Montana said he felt Dan Molino was the best quarterback of all time. Montana drew a distinction between career achievements and natural talents. Montana thinks Marino had the most talent of all. Will Bonnie, you with Joe? No. Uh, and Dan Marino... I've spent my whole covering football life watching Dan Marino. First at Pitt and then with the Miami Dolphins. I was at his last game. No, he's the greatest passer. If you, if you want to break it down that way, I understand what Joe's saying, all right? Dan Marino wasn't the quarterback. Joe Montana was. And it's great of Joe to be that humble. Joe, to be as great as Joe was, when, when the topic isn't Steve Young, Joe can really be humble. But it, no. No, I mean, John Elway did too many things that were better and got teams that had no other All-Pros to, like, five Super Bowls. No. And so Joe Montana himself, you know who was in the passing department, Tony, who goes in that category with Dan Marino? I'll give you Dan. Dan Marino's 1984 is, like, the single greatest passing season of all time, given what the rules were there with Marino. Marino got hit. There was none of this Tom Brady turning to the back judge saying, please don't let him hit me, and the guy going, okay. Dan Marino got knocked out. Kurt Warner had seasons like that. Kurt Warner was a great passer and wasn't much the dual threat athlete that we have now playing the position of quarterback. Dan Marino, great, 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 great passer. Was Dan Marino John Elway or Steve Young even or, or Aaron Rodgers or, or no, or Joe Montana? No, no. Okay. You know what my list is. You know that my list is Montana, yeah. Brady, and Unitas, okay. and you can put them in any order you want. I appreciate what Montana is saying yep. about the great talent that Marino yes. had, because like you, I watched that talent mm -hmm. every single game that he played. And I will tell you that I think the most talented quarterbacks I've ever seen are Marino and Elway and Joe Namath. And if you force me to, I will put Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes on that list. I will. And I understand the nuance here. But you can't ask me to say that a person who was in one Super Bowl and didn't win it while playing for a really good franchise, Miami, is as good as people that have won piles yeah. of championships. Yeah. I mean, to me, yeah. talent is their talent is over here and achievement is over here. And I am going to side with achievement. I understand this, though, about Montana, that he looks at Marino and says, wow, he had a stronger arm than I did. Wow, he had a quicker yeah, release than yeah, I did. Yeah. Wow, he could throw it down the field so easily, and it was harder for me. But you know, Mike, there are a lot of ways to win games, and Montana found more ways than Marino. Yeah. So I can't sit here, as much as no, I like Marino, I can't no. say he's wilt. Tony, I can't say it. The breakdown of talents, it's a fun discussion. I'm glad that Joe Montana said. It's like, when I hear Isaiah Thomas say publicly, Kyrie Irving can do all these things I couldn't do. I'm like, stop, stop, please yeah. stop now, yeah. okay? Because Kyrie Irving may have a better jump shot, he may have a better this and that, but the, the total of it 
isn't close to what you did when you got the three finals and won two titles. Stop it. So I, I it's a great, it's, Tony, it's a fun discussion. And we're old enough to have seen all these people. All of it. And, and, all of it. But Tony, and by the way, you forgot, you didn't mention your boy Randall Cunningham, who has been one of your you, big town. Been on the Randall big town. No, no, train not on the list years. that I that No, I no, not, not in terms of accomplishment. But Joe Montana, if you let me end this topic this way. If you had to win a game tonight with your life on the line, your children's lives on the line, Marino. Montana. Montana. Brady. Mon well, Montana Brady or he's Brady. Younger. Montana or he's Brady. Years younger. Huh? That's why. See, you don't even want to take say a it. break. You don't want to sit. You don't want to get social Messi media doesn't score, criticism. And Inter Miami oh, doesn't so win. What's the word for that? I'm taking Montana. Yeah, I said it. Okay. And That's how fine. best to describe more than 92,000 people turning out for a Nebraska volleyball match? Last night. Montana I'm taking is 70 Montana. years old. I'm taking Montana. His legs are made of silt. He can't run anymore. Pardon the interruption is brought to you by Blue Moon. One of a kind every time. Celebrate responsibly. Dogs are an important part of our lives, and keeping them protected is a top priority, especially against nasty parasites. That's why you got to check out NexGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus Chews provide one-and-done monthly protection that kills fleas and ticks, prevents heartworm disease, plus it treats and controls roundworms and hookworms. That's a whole lot of protection packed into a delicious beef-flavored soft chew designed to make monthly dosing easy and enjoyable. So the next time you're at the vet, ask about NextGuard Plus Chews. They're the one-and-done monthly parasite protection you want for your dog. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. NextGuard is a registered trademark of Boehringer Ingelheim Animal Health France. Used under license. 2024 Boehringer Ingelheim Animal Health USA Inc. Duluth, Georgia. All rights reserved. Seasons change. Why not your gaming tech? Upgrade now during the Alienware Summer Sale Event and save on select next-gen Alienware PCs and more. Pair your impressive skills with their advanced gaming systems. Like the Alienware M18 laptop, powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Exceptional prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. It's time to get it on with Lexicon was first. Last night's result was blank for Messi Magic. My word is halting. He had no goals. He had no assists. His team was tied. Nothing, nothing. I think everybody's got to slow their roll on Messi now. I mean, it's, it's, look, it's soccer. It's not basketball. You're not going to score in every game you go out there. He had 11 goals in nine games, which is unbelievable. But this other coach, Mike, the other coach didn't even care if he won. All he cared about was stopping Messi. What is the term of art? He parked the bus. He had a sagging defense. I think the MLS has to go to coaches and say, play this guy straight up because he's the goose that lays the golden eggs. No, you don't have to because, Tony, don't fall prey to doing what every 15-year-old does and just watching the clips, okay? 
Messi had, he created magically some chances for himself and others. And he had a couple of really good chances to score goals, and the ball didn't go in the back of the net, as they always say. Messi was great, but it's a hold-on sparky sort of situation because people want to get carried away like he's going to score every game. And, God, he was scoring every game. But while we're saying yeah. hold-on sparky, Tony, he had chances, created chances, had magical chances in that game. So, no, I'm not telling coaches what to do. I'm not going to be less bullish on Messi going forward. I, I, I'm going to tune on every time, turn in yeah. every time I see those uniforms, those cool yeah, but hideous did you, uniforms. Did I'm gonna, you actually I'm gonna watch. watch tape on this? You watch I watched tape the games. I watched the tape? games, the What's actual next? games. What's next? Yes. Next. It's blank that more than 92,000 people attended last night's volleyball event at Nebraska. It's astounding. This is volleyball, 92,000 people. This is not football. This is not the World Cup. This is volleyball. The biggest crowd before this, Mike, 18,755. So it's like 75,000 more people. This is like if Bob Beeman triple jumped 50 feet, not 29, two and a quarter. Now, I don't jump. know how long you jump. get not that true. many people. Whatever. Yeah, long <laughs> jump. If he triple jumped 50, it would have been a different deal. <laughs> I don't know how you get that many people. Mike, I know you hate marketing people, but you got to give it up for the marketing people at Nebraska. No. Because this no. is astounding. No, the marketing people have nothing to do with this. This is organic. You're not paying attention. And first of all, that 18,000 you mentioned, that's because that building only held 18,000. And that was Nebraska playing, Tony. And this was a celebration of Nebraska volleyball. A couple of things. My word is instructive. And what's important here is that you can anecdotally, you can read pieces about this now. Volleyball is pulled even, if not surpassed, basketball when it comes to girls, youth, high really? school, recreation in America when it comes to participation. And Nebraska leads the way in that. So you might have gotten 50,000 to go see the University of Omaha versus Creighton. All right, this is what they do in Nebraska. They turn out to see volleyball right. tone and listen i got enough friends parents whose daughters play volleyball and they talk about the aau equivalent i don't even it may be called the aau the equivalent these tournaments these it's unbelievable the revolution in girls volleyball it is astounding yeah. but it's the whole the thing the fact that you are an expert in volleyball uh, across the country uh, is not attention. anything i've ever expected that's the final word Let's take one last break. Still to come, a big step in Caroline Wozniacki's comeback at the U.S. Open. And is Team USA about to face its first challenge at the FIBA World Cup? No. Mike Gleason's going to be happy we talked about Nebraska so much today. Is volleyball, is it ahead of soccer? Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this summer with the hottest deals on tickets. And the best part? Each purchase is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, 
We know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Happy time, people. Happy 23rd birthday, Sauce Gardner. Gardner is the defensive back the Jets took with the fourth overall pick last year out of Cincinnati. Gardner, whose given name is Ahmad, was voted Rookie of the Year. He led the NFL in passes defended with 20. He made first-team All-Pro. He made the Pro Bowl. Plus, Gardner helped recruit Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Gardner and two teammates burned the cheese that hat is so that funny. Gardner took so after funny. the Jets beat the Packers last October. They did that as an homage to Rodgers. A youth football coach reportedly complimented Gardner's cutback moves by calling him A1 Sauce, Sweet Feet Gardner. Ugh. And Gardner loved the name Sauce. Well, when I know you hate young defensive backs, Ugh. you hate Revis Island, Ugh. you got to love this kid. Tony, I love anybody who's going to burn a cheese head. I love him. But I'm, I don't hate <laughs> him. I hate the overstatement about defensive backs because they're all Hall of Fame for like three years and then they're out of the league or they're being traded or they leave and somebody lets them go. So they're overstated, but I love a kid who will burn a cheese head. I love that. Happy anniversary, David Klingler. On this day 32 years ago, the University of Houston quarterback set a record with six, six touchdown passes in one quarter as Houston bombed Louisiana Tech 73-3. Klingler's college records included throwing 11 touchdown passes in a game against Eastern Washington and passing for 716 yards in one game. In four seasons at Houston, Klingler passed for 9,430 yards and 91 touchdowns. In 1990 alone, Klingler had 54 touchdown passes. Klingler was the first quarterback taken in the 1992 draft at six overall by Cincinnati, but he fizzled in the NFL. 16 yeah. touchdowns, 21 interceptions, and 33 games. In the ninth round of that 92 draft, quarterback Brad Johnson was picked. He won a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. Well, Cincinnati had gone, you know, Tony, with two really good quarterbacks, including my man Boomer Esiason, who helped them get to the Super Bowl, right? And Klingler yes. wasn't anywhere near that. So, but you know, he threw a lot of threw a lot of touchdowns. Maybe, maybe Joe Montana will say he's the greatest passer one day. A melancholy trails to Gil Brandt. Brandt, who introduced computers to scouting and football and basically invented what is now called analytics, died this morning at age 91. Mm. Brandt was there at the beginning of the Dallas Cowboys, along with owner Clinton Murkison Jr., general manager Tex Schramm, and coach Tom Landry to form America's team. Brandt is credited with drafting Roger Staubach and Tony Dorsett and picking up Drew Pearson, Cliff Harris, and Everson Walls, among others. Brandt knew everything about everybody at the big schools and the small schools. He helped to create the combine, and as a result, Brandt is in the Hall of Fame. Tony, he's the face of the modern GM. He invented it. And he also did something. He went to, to small schools, yes, but HBCUs. And he went and he found, oh, somebody like Bob Hayes and then Everson Walls, and they paid testimony to that all the time. Tony, he and Al Davis did that, and that's why, to this day, older black fans have sided with the Raiders and the Cowboys because those guys were unafraid. They went and drafted them, and they coached them, and they played them over and over and over again at those franchises. One correction, Wilbon, you said the bull riding in the passenger seat of a car in Nebraska was a made-up story. Please check this out. Get out. That's, that's artificial intelligence. That's AI. And I don't mean Alan really? Iverson. You believe that video? I thought I was AI. Anthony oh, Irwin. Oh, you I were? I thought I was How AI. 
We're running out of show. Let's go to the big finish. Let's do it. Caroline Wozniacki upset 11 seed Petra Kvitova. Are you impressed? Yes. She's been away 300, I'm sorry, 300, three and a half years. And she comes back and she beats a, a top player. Yes, impressed. The Guardians claimed Lucas Giolito and two relievers off waivers from the Angels. Is that a big deal? It's a big deal if Giolito is a lot better than he was with the Angels. Mm. Cleveland's five back of the Twins. They got a shot. Vikings made T.J. Hawkinson the league's highest wow. paid tight end. Is that okay with you? When you look at him catching 86 passes last year, Tony, that's a lot of passes for anybody in the tight end. Sure. Team USA takes on Montenegro, 4.30 a.m. You're going to be be up. You're going to watch? Yeah, second quarter. I'm tuning in the second quarter. I like our chances. Last one, Florida at number 14, Utah. Who you got? Tony, it's hard not to root for whatever's left of the Pac-12, right? Isn't Utah still there? If they're still there, I'm going to root for what's left of the Pac-12. They're leaving. It's the Pac-2. Washington State, Oregon State, that's it. We're out of time. Try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple podcast. Here's U.S. Open tennis. But, Tony, one last nod to Gil Brandt, who was heroic in a lot of ways. Absolutely. PTI. Dogs are an important part of our lives. That means protecting them from parasites. Ask your vet about NextGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews provide one-and-done monthly protection against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms. Plus, they're delicious and easy to give. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. Ask about NextGuard Plus Chews. NextGuard is a registered trademark of Boehringer Ingelheim Animal Health France. Used under license. 2024 Boehringer Ingelheim Animal Health USA Inc. Duluth, Georgia. All rights reserved.